Welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. We're your hosts. I'm Sarah, and I'm here today with Jen and Ashley. This is Ashley. We'll chat about our Unabridged Book Club's pick of the month, recommend related books, and share our nerdy English teacher love of reading with our Unabridged highlights and with short episodes featuring targeted topics. To follow along with our schedule, visit our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hey, it's Ashley. We had the awesome opportunity to take a bit of an unabridged field trip um, down to Bridgewater College where Nikki Giovanni was speaking. Um, And so we were able to see that she spoke as part of the celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King's holiday. And um, so we went just the other night and wanted to talk a little bit about our experience of taking that trip and getting to hear her speak and read her poems. So um, she came up on stage and it was just a whirlwind. I just thought, you know, she said, I'm 75 and I'm going to say what I want. And she did. Um, And so I just, yeah, I thought the audience reactions were interesting to watch because I'm not sure everybody expected her to be quite so forthright about some of her opinions and some of the things she talked about. Um, She made some political statements very directly very um, directly yeah <laughs> so and then and then she read her poetry which those were those were my favorite parts I just love to hear poets read their own work I think there's just so much meaning behind it and so I really I almost cried <laughs> everybody shocked but um it, yeah it was just lovely to hear her read the words that you know I haven't I hadn't read those particular poems before but I've read her work and have enjoyed reading it on the page but to hear her read it was meaningful yeah um this was actually one of the first times I've ever gone to see an author speak um and we haven't talked a lot about poetry on the podcast but um it is not one of my favorite genres Mm -hmm. like I just it's really hard I don't even know if genre is the right word but um it's just really hard for me to um get into poetry I mean I've read poems that I love but just in general Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to get into but I was telling when we were driving home I was telling Ashley and Jen if I could always hear poets read their own work I think I would be a total poetry Mm -hmm. fan because I love music and I mean and that in some in a lot of ways is like poetry but people that are performing it um, oftentimes are performing their own words that they've mm-hmm. created to um, relay this feeling. And I felt like that's how I felt when Nikki Giovanni read her poetry. I mean, it was just so beautiful and so impactful. And reading it, I feel like if I would have read that on the page before I before I went, I wouldn't have gotten what I got out of it when she read her own words. And, mm-hmm. like, and I mean, she is just so animated and... Um, powerful when she reads and so I was deeply affected by that and it was a it was an awesome experience having both being like one of the first times I've seen an author and also it be a poet which is mm-hmm. not something I'm as comfortable with and getting to see her perform it was just it was really awesome yeah. I felt I wanted to just talk about it all evening but my husband was already in bed when I got <laughs> home so. I totally did that too. I got home and I was like, and she said this, and she, said this, and she read this poem, and then she said this thing, and then yeah, I could tell that my, my not quite as like, great secondhand. Um, okay, yeah, well that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I'm the poetry lover of our group for sure. 
um, and am often suggesting short episodes that involve <laughs> poems, but somehow we haven't, we haven't gotten around to them yet. But maybe this was the gateway. We're talking about poetry right here on the, right here on the air. Um, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I got her most recent book, um, A Good Cry, What We Learn from Tears and Laughter, um, last week in um, anticipation of her speaking um, and getting to go see her speak. And I mean, I just, I love her poems so much um, and just think that she is so masterful mm -hmm. um, in her words and the way that she uses them and the impact that they have. But for sure, um, seeing her read them, like Sarah said, um, is just a whole nother level of enjoyment. Um, and I mean, it was fascinating to watch her speak mm -hmm. um, because in some ways, I mean, she was so, she was totally off the cuff mm -hmm. and she was in some ways all over the place with the things that she said. And yet she was so grounded in connecting back to um, her poems and her the message that she felt um, was important. And I think that was really amazing to see, that mm -hmm. she could kind of play off of what happened in the evening. She was talking about the dinner um, that the president of the college had had for her um, and for, you know, the, the, the time that they had leading up to her speaking. And yet she tied all of those experiences. She was talking about the football players and the mm -hmm. audience and um, really honoring um, the the good work she thought they were doing to be both athletes and students. Um, and talking about her experiences <laughs> at Virginia Tech. Yeah, I think that she just really was an amazing speaker in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, and I think also just she was totally willing to, she said exactly what she thought. Mm -hmm. And I really admired that. I mean, I just thought there were things that she said that made me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that is how we learn and how we grow. And so, um, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing, but also not super common to see somebody who you really respect and admire who also says things that are really challenging um, and it can make the audience feel uncomfortable. And I think that's, you know, that really, that's a talent and that's really admirable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing that I enjoyed was just the way she took very small things and was able to find great meaning in them. And I think that's one thing I enjoy about poetry is often it's focused on something that's quite small and then it's symbolic of something larger. So there was this great, um, she was talking about teaching her students and, and that she loves the show Deal or No Deal and that she would love to be on it. And then her kids told her she shouldn't be on it because what did she make, make a, a fool out of herself? Right. <laughs> and then she had this poem that she wrote to her students about how that hurt her feelings. And I just thought just those simple moments. Um, you know, I would I think I would both enjoy her class and be scared to be in it because sometimes I don't want to be told the honest <laughs> truth about myself. Um, but I thought. You know that again like Ashley said that's the way you learn and that's the way you grow and so I think you would grow so much as one of her students and even just hearing that poem that she wrote to her students about TV um, was and then she brought it all around to this great point about love and money and so just to see again the path that she took the the way that she connects things in her mind is what makes her a brilliant poet and also a brilliant speaker because she can take this very small thing and you think she's just going to wander off into who knows where and she brings it around mm -hmm. to this really meaningful point so to watch that path um as she spoke was yeah i really enjoyed it yeah there was a lot of nervous giggling in the <laughs> audience as a whole nervous laughter because i think for everyone it was just really unexpected um 
you know, both the political statements she made. She talked a lot about race. She talked a good bit about love and sex. She shared some excellent stories about living in different places and different people she's known. And all of it was just really blunt. And again, I mean, I think I, I think that was enjoyable, even if there were moments that we looked at each other and we're like, oh, my gosh, can you believe she just <laughs> said that? When you're 75, I think you can do that. <laughs> well, and for me, um, I guess I had a total different, a, a totally different expectation mm-hmm. when I, be, you know, going in. And when she got up there, I mean, she's tiny. She had to have, she stood on a stool mm-hmm. to um, speak and she got up there and I mean, she was just, I mean, she was on from the moment she mm-hmm. started. And I mean, I, Matt, I really admired her powerful statements and both not worrying about what the people are, her audience was thinking mm-hmm. she was speaking her own truth. And then also the way that she brought levity to a lot of the things that she was saying yeah. and like got everyone to chuckle. And, um, there was the nervous laughter, but there was also belly laughter yes. sometimes when she talked. And I have to say one of my, mo- <laughs> my most memorable moments of the evening was when she was closing, she read a poem about sex and, um, it was, I mean, oh, it was it, amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. But my was favorite great. was she read this poem, the 75 year old lady <laughs> who, and she read it with, with feeling. And then the, the, one of the suits at the college, you know, the guy in like the suit who'd introduced her, he had to go up there and try to transition from that <laughs> moment into like letting everybody out. And it was just, I mean, she was just smiling. I, I don't know. I just felt that it was, I felt uncomfortable at times and, uh, but I also felt like I was so grateful to have that moment mm-hmm. that I could think about things that really pushed me and pushed um, some of my worldviews mm-hmm. and that she was um, willing and willing to speak that and yeah. that in that forum. So I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Great presence. She is so charismatic. Yes, she I is. mean, she just because you're right. She's so tiny, but every corner of that room yeah. yeah it was just filled with her ideas and her voice and i it felt it was she spoke for an hour and, and it, it did, really it felt, felt like like 10 minutes yeah oh, it was man. so yeah. fast it was great yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i was just thinking um she she shared some poems that um i would have loved to um share but um some of them i think were probably not published yet mm-hmm. um but anyway, one that I really liked from um, A Good Cry is called On a Snowy Day. Um, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, um, but this is and I, this was another thing is like, so in this book, and maybe this is true of a lot of her poetry, I hadn't noticed it from the poems I know best of her, but um, they are in parenthetical um, note below, it like says who it's to. So like, the, like, like Jen said with the class, um, she... Where, where she commented, and she said, I wanted to make sure that they knew it was them. So she was like, I said this section, and then she put this, like, code that, like, only that particular time would it be that class. So she was like, I wanted there to be no question about who I was speaking to. Anyway, so this one is, um, in, in parentheses, she says, from Morgan who braved the weather. Um, and basically she talks about the experience of snow and um, how where she's from, people don't get out and drive in it. Um, and then she says... Um, I live in a place where since 
finally came in and schools and mail and stores and all the other things closed because it was going to snow. Winter storm warning. The signs all said, though there were always a few people who didn't believe and they went driving along until the trucks twisted and into their cars and 40 or so vehicles on the turnpike were busted into them. And she goes on and describes that situation. And then she says, I stayed home. One student knew I did Starbucks every day I could get out. She takes care of dogs and cats and was needed. Morgan was one of the folk who, when they said, go out only if you are needed, was needed. Mm -hmm. While she was out, she stopped at Starbucks to bring me a coffee. I didn't get her phone number. I don't email. I have no way of saying thank you, but more than thank you, thank you is when people do things that could be done. The coffee was was way more than that. How do I embrace the caring? How do I return it? How lucky am I to have had a student who cares? And so I just think, like, she, I mean, just like Jen said, like, she takes these, like, tiny moments and just sees them in such a unique way and with her words and her voice and her attitude really shares um, such an amazing perspective of the world. So I just thought, like, man, yeah, it was amazing to see her speak. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We would love to hear them. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, on Instagram and Twitter at UnabridgedPod, or on the web at UnabridgedPod.com, or on our Patreon page. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light. Many thanks to Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer, and Tim Rieger, our videographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.